Hey everybody, this is Gene Marks, and welcome to the Week in Review, a Paychecks Thrive weekly podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast where I pick out a few news items from the past week and make sure that you're aware of them and also how they may or may not impact your business. So I've got three today. Let's get right to it, shall we? The first news item comes from morningbrew.com. The title of the article that was published just within the past few days is Tech CEOs Fall Out of Love with Work From Home. Think about this. Remember back in the pandemic, everybody was moving towards the work from home. It was the new way of working. It was the new uh, era of, uh, of, of the workplace. And now as things are getting back to normal, a lot of CEOs are finding out that perhaps the work from home thing isn't the greatest thing that a lot of people thought about. In Morning Brew, a couple of examples were given. For example, at Meta, formerly Facebook, in, Mark tw- in, in, in May of 2020, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, said that he wanted to mold Facebook into the most forward-leaning company on remote work at our scale. Uh, you know, In the first few months of the pandemic, he said employees could apply to make their job permanently remote and predicted that half of the company could work off-site in five to 10 years. Now, fast forward to 2023, and Zuckerberg is saying that these in-person engineers get more done and that Meta is reevaluating its distributed team approach. How about Salesforce, the big CRM company? In 2021, Salesforce's CEO, Mark Benioff, was seemingly at peace with the idea of never again seeing his company's glitzy San Francisco skyscraper bustling with workers, according to Morning Brew. They're mostly at home, and that's fine, he said. Now it might not be so fine after all. Late last year, Benioff wondered in an internal slack if the much lower productivity of employees hired during the pandemic is a reflection of our office policy. Meanwhile, there are studies that are coming out. One came from Nature Human Behavior, which found that working remotely made Microsoft's remote workers miss important learning opportunities by not rubbing elbows with their coworkers who aren't part of their immediate team. And more recent research showed that interacting through a screen can make workers less likely to generate ideas ideas. That's a problem for tech companies needing to out-innovate the competition. Hey guys, let me just tell you something. My company has been fully virtual since 2005. And though I have saved money on my overhead, we are also the world's most dysfunctional company. Um, And I say that with peace and love. My employees are great, but we don't see each other face to face. And I really think that we are missing out on innovation and creation and coming up with new ideas. So what's the answer? The answer is what I see at most of my clients. It's a hybrid thing, right? Many, many businesses have realized that going fully virtual really isn't a good thing to do. And requiring people to come to the office every single day of the week is a little excessive too. There's a middle ground. And what I'm seeing with most of my clients is a day, maybe two days at max where people can work from home. But then the rest of the time, we like to see our employees in the office. It builds culture and also creates an atmosphere of coming up with ideas. The next news story is actually two news stories because there are two states that have recently passed legislation to encourage um, uh, workers to work more by exempting them from state income tax. Alabama is the first one. The Alabama House of Representatives unanimously passed a bill to exempt overtime pay from the state income tax. This is an idea that lawmakers praised as innovative. This was reported on uh, alabama.com or al.com. The bill says the exemption will expire after three years unless the legislature extends it. That will provide a chance to evaluate the impact of the exemption because the idea has not been tried before. 
The representative sponsoring the bill said that some of the tax revenue the state would lose uh, because of the, exe the exemption would return in the form of sales taxes to local and state governments because of how employees would use that extra money in their paychecks. So the state of Alabama trying to exempt, wants to exempt those overtime pay from a state income tax, which would encourage people, and I know business owners like the sound of that. Let's move to North Carolina. Just this past week, uh, those who are paid by the hour or who earn a bonus could see more money in their pockets if some of these state lawmakers in North Carolina have their say. There's a new bill. It hasn't been passed yet, uh, but it proposes an elimination of state income taxes for bonus pay up to $2,500 and for overtime pay. Proponents of the bill said it would incentivize workers to pick up extra shifts and help employers fill those vacant positions. It would reward workers for going that extra mile and extra effort for them and their families. The chairman of the Citizens for Tax Reform said it's an advocacy group for middle-class tax relief. So again, lawmakers in North Carolina, as well as lawmakers in Alabama, passing bills to exempt certain wages from state taxes for the purpose of incentivizing those workers to work a few extra hours. And again, puts more money in their pockets, which is great. And also, you know, business owners like you and me, we're looking for people so hard to give our employees the incentive to work those few extra hours really helps us out a lot as well. So I think that's good stuff. And I'm hoping that the bill passes in North Carolina and the one in Alabama um, serves to uh, be motivation for other states around the country to do something similar. Finally, bad news here. Bankruptcies are on the rise. The end of federal pandemic aid is putting some, putting many Americans and businesses under mounting financial pressure. It's leading to a spike in bankruptcy. This is reported on CBSnews.com. Total bankruptcy filings in January shot up 19%, which is up 19% from a year ago, uh, according to a legal research firm. The number of Americans who filed for bankruptcy across chapters 7, 11, and 13 shot up 20% in January from a year ago as well. The surge in filings comes as rising interest rates and high inflation continue to stress households and small businesses. So yeah, I'm expecting to see a rise in bankruptcies this year as the economy slows and a lot of federal aid uh, has been disappearing. Just be aware, please, you're running a small business. There was a new law that passed just a couple of years ago. It's called the Small Business Reorganization Act. And if you have got assets that are like debts that are less than seven and a half million dollars, um, uh, you know, it is, I, I just, I, I want you to know that you you can apply to have a reorganization under Chapter 11, under this Small Business Reorganization Act. So you don't necessarily have to throw in the towel. It makes it a lot easier. It reduces your paperwork. It reduces your legal fees. It, it cuts down the time frame. It, it, it helps you get back into business, renegotiate with your vendors, and, and put yourself back on your feet faster. And it's really dedicated for small businesses. Again, those with less than $7.5 million in outstanding debt. So just want you to know is, is bankruptcies are looming and rising. Uh, and if you think that your business might be facing bankruptcy, just consider the Small Business Reorganization Act. Talk to a bankruptcy attorney now and find out what your, uh, you know, what, what what your requirements are under this act. It really could keep you in business for a longer time while you reorganize yourself. That's the news that impacts your business this week. My name is Gene Marks. You have been listening to the Paychecks Thrive podcast or my week in review. I hope this information helps you. I will be back next week with some more news that impacts your small business and some thoughts on how it impacts you and advice to what to do with it. Again, my name is Gene Marks. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week. Take care.
This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated, 2023. All rights reserved.